right, good morning everybody. It is Wednesday, it is March 17th, and for those of you who celebrate, it is St. Patrick's Day. I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time discussing St. Patrick's Day and all my thoughts about it, but when it comes to, and I'm just gonna make a blanket statement about holidays such as this, Valentine's Day, St. Patrick's Day, um, all the other ones, right? When it comes to these kind of holidays, I strongly encourage you to look at the historical context and figure out why it was originally a thing. And then ask yourself why it's a thing for you now and be conscious of what you are celebrating when you celebrate it. So I'm not saying don't celebrate St. Patrick's Day. What I am saying is when you raise a glass of green beer today or you know, chug back a car bomb, whatever you're doing to celebrate, make sure that you are celebrating something specific and not just adding your energy to a collective celebration that doesn't know why they're celebrating. And that is all you really need to do at this point when it comes to shifting into a conscious energy place we don't need to necessarily get all militant and destroy all holidays because of the way that they came about, but we can start to shift their energy into what we are celebrating and make it more of a new earth vibration. So I encourage you to, if you are not familiar already, to look it up, educate yourself on what exactly it is, and then make a decision today of what you are celebrating and funnel your energy into that intention and then have a really good time. So that is how I deal with holidays now <laughs> because holy moly, we've got landmines when it comes to that. So, you know, happy, happy to all who celebrate. We are in the middle of the last week of the Zodiac year, the last week of Pisces. Um, Energy is intense, it is thick. You could probably cut it with a knife today. That's how it feels, it feels heavy and thick. And in addition to that, we have a lot of emotions that still are here with us and coming up. Old emotions, um, new emotions, old emotions felt in new ways, new emotions felt in old ways. It's just like an emotion soup. And like I told you guys on Monday, it's so important to allow yourself to feel those emotions so please continue doing so. Validate them for yourself. And I said this to a friend yesterday and I'm gonna say it to you. If you have an emotion, don't do that thing where you're like, man, I'm so sorry I have this emotion. Like, let me just collect myself and shove it back down so it doesn't inconvenience all of you. No, don't do that. That is conditioning. That is a program that says you're not allowed to have emotions unless they're the emotions we say you're allowed to have. If you're angry, if you feel angry, you wouldn't feel that if you weren't angry. So if you're angry and feeling angry, why would you bypass yourself and say, well, I need to control my anger and shove it down so it doesn't go all over the place and make everybody uncomfortable. Why are you doing that? You can take up as much space as you want and if something made you mad, you're allowed to be mad about it. So validate your own feelings so that you can start to trust yourself. 
so that yourself can start to trust itself with you, so that your inner child can feel safe expressing his or her emotions while being here with you. Create a safe environment for yourself to be in all of its glory, in all of its multifacetedness, in every aspect. That is your job, to create that safe space for yourself. So as we continue to move through this last week of Pisces, do that. Create safe space for yourself to feel your feelings without pulling yourself out of your feelings and saying you need to get over them, because you don't. You have them for a reason. They may be more explosive because when they're not, you don't listen to them, right? So we have to start regaining trust with our emotions and with ourselves in that way. So without further ado, let's now talk about the ego. So I hear this word a lot and I've heard this word a lot throughout my life and it has taken many different iterations depending on who's saying it, who's telling me about it, and what phase of my life I'm, I'm in. But generally speaking, it's usually referred to in a negative context. Oh, she's, she's got a really big ego on her, thinking she knows everything. Oof, overinflated ego. Too big for your britches there. Selfish, self-centered all of those things. And then as you move into the spiritual community, you start to hear about ego as something that you need to master, to conquer, something that is directly in opposition to your spiritual growth. So what what is it? What's the deal? What is ego? What are we supposed to know about it? What do we do about it? Technically speaking, the term ego from its origins, right? Um, what does that mean in psychological terms is basically just the conscious mind, the one that knows about itself and thus forms the identity, the identity that you identify as yourself, your person, okay? I am not a psychologist and I'm not overly interested in old dead white men's theories of psychology. Not to say that I invalidate all work that has been done before this time, but that is to say that I feel we are all capable of pulling in information and making choices and decisions and having interpretations. So I invite you always, no matter what information you're receiving, to question and to run it through your body and ask yourself if it feels right or not. And if it doesn't feel right, be careful. Be careful that you're not just taking it in and absorbing it as fact, just because you think the person giving you that information is somehow an expert and therefore knows everything. If it doesn't feel right to your body, it's not right for you. So can believe that and then move through whatever I'm saying with that same idea, right? If it doesn't stick, then don't worry about it, but I'm gonna proceed. So in the channeling, that I have been doing with the Purple Crescent. We talk, we've been talking about ego a little bit and ego is interesting because while I've always heard to ego referred to as something that needs to be conquered and moved past, the information coming through is not that at all. Ego separation 
requires ego integration. So instead of saying I need to cut the cord from my ego so I can be without that distraction, without that voice in my head that's pulling me in the wrong direction and making me an egomaniac, it's not that at all. It's saying, let me find that thread and pull that ego back into self so that it can reintegrate itself into the whole and again, be part of my system. Separation creates that division, right? So if there's any part of yourself that you've separated from the whole, it's going to feel really alone. It's going to feel like it doesn't know how to feed itself. It's going to feel lonely. It's going to feel resentful. It's going to feel like it has to make a lot of noise in order to possibly get your attention so you can bring it back home. That's what's happened with the ego. The ego has been pulled away from us and held at a distance and treated like it was this pariah, like it was an enemy that's trying to attack us and keep us from reaching our true self, our, our true spiritual ascended beingness. What if that's not true? What if attacking a part of ourself is just yet another way that this system has cleverly devised to farm our energy, to keep our energy attacking us instead of attacking the system that is keeping us in this place? How can a part of us be bad for us? Well, if we've separated it for long enough and believe that it is not meant to be part of us and that it is somehow distorted or um, toxic, then we separate it and we make it more toxic, right? We create this energy of separation with something that is supposed to be here with us right now. Without your ego, without having your ego in a healthy, loving space, you are dealing with a very loud voice over here that is terrified of everything you do because it doesn't understand what you're doing. And the reason the ego doesn't understand what you're doing is because it's over here and you're over here. It's so far from your heart and that isn't where it needs to be. So you know how when you're about to do something new, right? And we talk about this a lot in one-on-one -on -one type of stuff, because anytime you move into a space where you're about to make a big shift or break through a pattern and you're going to do something new and change your behavior, your ego freaks out and says, no, 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 don't do that. That's not safe. We haven't done it before. It's not, it's not good for you. Here's a litany of reasons I've collected as to why you're not good enough, why it's not safe and why everybody's going to say X, Y, and Z about you if you do it. That's your ego talking, but guess why it's saying that? because it has no idea what you are feeling because you're not letting it know. It's not here with you. So the ego is just over here doing its job the best way that it possibly can while being completely disconnected from all the other systems. So of course it's over there saying, well, I don't know what's going on and it, you know, my job is to keep you safe and so I'm gonna try to give you some things that will psychologically fuck you up so you don't do this because I don't know if we'll survive it. And my job is to help you make decisions that will keep you alive. We want to stay alive. It's doing its job, but without full capacity. 
And that's all. And then we know what happens, right? If we move past that block and kind of ignore those voices telling us, no, you can't do it, you can't do it. On the other side of it, you realize you don't die and then you level up and you have all these new experiences, which then eventually make their way over to ego all the way over there, eventually make their way over there and it adjusts always, okay? So how do we figure out how to pull that puppy back in? How do we pull that piece of ourselves that's been so villainized that we feel like we should be cutting the string? How do we pull it back in and say, hi, ego, you're welcome back in this situation. Let me show you around and, and the changes we've made and the new programs we're running on and all of the old programs that you're still running on. We don't want them here. How do you do it? Well, it starts by having recognition that ego integration is the loving way to become whole with that energy. So stopping yourself from that mental program that says your ego is a bad thing. This is the same program that says you shouldn't be too full of yourself. You should be modest. You shouldn't brag. You shouldn't, um, if you've accomplished things, you should be very careful of how you express those things to other people because you don't want other people to think you are too full of it, okay? It's the same program and that program sucks for women because it's mostly women running that program. Now I will say, of course, all of these things apply to men in some respect, but patriarchy has been very uniquely pivoted towards keeping women in this place of don't be too full of yourself, don't be too full of yourself, don't brag about yourself, and we women have been programmed to keep that program running within the feminine energy circles, okay? So we're breaking that program now because that's, absurd and we feel that it is absurd but as absurd as it is it is still a very deep serious program so it's not like boom that program's gone every day we have to hack away at it okay so pulling that ego in and saying here's here's who we are right here's who we are you can come back here you need to just kind of be quiet and observe for a minute if you want to be here though because I know you've got a whole other idea of what we're doing and what we're doing now is we're not singling out single parts of our psyche and giving them full authority over all systems we're not doing that we are integrating all parts of our psyche all systems and we are making decisions through our heart space okay so we aren't over-intellectualizing, right? We're not just running around going, oh my God, oh my God, I have feelings and they're dictating everything I'm doing. No, 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 we're balancing, we're balancing. And in that balancing, we're coming back to center and that's here, it's the heart space where it always has been and always should be. So ego can fit in and needs to fit in because with you without your ego is a myth. You can't actually get rid of it. It's not a thing. But ooh, what a wonderful quest to put you on to go destroy something that is completely not able to be destroyed. That'll keep them busy for, I don't know, ever. We don't wanna do that anymore. Let's not put our energy into things that are impossible to do and instead focus our energy on destroying processes and systems that are keeping us in a place of insane merry-go-round energy. 
So pulling that ego in, starting to say, okay, who am I? And can I send love to those places? Why is it bad to feel good about yourself? Why is it bad to work really hard to accomplish something and accomplish it and then feel bad about talking about it? Why do we, when hearing about other people's accomplishments, get so triggered? What's that? Because that's a thing too. And that's your ego, right? That's your ego saying, "Uh uh-oh, they did something, they did something, you didn't do it, they did something, you didn't do it. But again, ego doesn't know what the hell they're talking about over here because they're so disconnected from your current system. So pull it in and ask the questions. Whenever you get that triggery feeling, ask yourself the question, why am I feeling this way? Why is somebody else's success feeling so threatening to me right now? What is the real reason? And answer your question honestly. Let it be an ugly answer. Who cares? It's the answer. We don't need to dress up our feelings just because we think they're inappropriate or ugly. You need to look at them because the inappropriate ugly ones are the biggest ones, aren't they? They're the ones that are just right there. And you're like, oh, no, not me. But when you let those things in, when you integrate them, you can actually see them and say, why though? Why is it this way? And you'll start to understand it's got nothing to do with you not having a good heart or being a bad person. It has everything to do with the fact that we're all running on this program and it has told us to act this way. It has told us that there's not enough for everybody, especially not for women, and that it's been really hard for women, so women have to work harder than everybody else. But at the same time, it's also told us that if one woman succeeds, that means there's less room for success for us. And that's not true. That is a program. So pulling your ego in, pulling your ego in and saying, Welcome home. Let me show you around. This is how you begin that conversation of integration. And integration is how you pull all of your energy back in and refresh it. It's like a big refresh button. And when you start to feel all your pieces actually here in your own energy field, I promise you, this will feel so good to you. It may be like this bizarre feeling at first because you're not used to it, but once you start to move through your life with all of your parts right here, everything is possible. It is so much easier to love people because you can see through a different lens. It is so much easier to navigate your life, to make choices, because you understand that we are living in a universe where nothing actually matters, so everything can matter depending on the meaning you put to it. It's a blessing. I saw something the other day and the analogy was really beautiful. And it was that, imagine you are at a friend's house, okay? And you're drinking a glass of red wine and you spill it all over their white carpet. And your friend says, don't worry about it. It's no big deal. It's cool. I'm not mad. And you feel like, oh, thank God they're not mad. And then you get up and start fixing that stain, you know, maybe getting a little peroxide and Dawn dish soap together and mopping it up because you want to clean it up. 
and you're so grateful that they're not angry with you, but you, you know, you're doing your thing. Now imagine a different scenario in which you drop the glass of wine and your friend's like, God damn it, that's my best white carpet. I'm so mad at you. How could you be so careless? You suck. Get out of my house. Rah, rah, rah. Now, yeah, you, you feel bad about dropping it, but you're also like, God, my friend sucks. And like, I feel bad. I like all of your energy is completely shifted, right? And the meaning that you've discovered behind this action is that your friend isn't like really that nice and one little mistake and they're going to turn against you, right? This is the universe. The universe is the host with the white carpet and it doesn't care if you drop your wine, drop it. Make your decisions. Clean it up, don't clean it up. I'm gonna hold this space for you. That's the universe. So at first glance, maybe that seems really ambivalent and too neutral for you, but think about it this way. It leaves everything open for your own choices and decisions, right? It leaves everything open for you to fuck around with your ego or not, whatever you wanna do. It's a choose your own adventure and be supported in every aspect of that adventure, okay? So you're surrounded by this love all the time. You're supported in your journey all the time. And if you drop your glass of wine and spill it everywhere, no big deal. That's what you did. Clean it up, let's move on. You're still loved. You're still right here, okay? So I hope that this discussion of ego was helpful for you. I hope it makes you feel less divisive within yourself because that's the recipe for moving out of these programs. As soon as we stop attacking ourselves and stop attacking others, we move out of that place of patriarchal conditioning that has told us that there's something inside of us that isn't inherently good. And believing something that is inside of you that isn't inherently good and you don't even know how it got there, well, that's a shitty feeling. And it makes you feel like you need to work on yourself all the time so that you can somehow atone for that and be good. That is also a program and you don't need to do it. You were born good. We're all good. Good is our nature. We make choices that create consequences for ourselves and others. We're all navigating our lives. Sometimes people do things that affect us negatively. Sometimes we do things that affect others negatively. We all have a choice of deciding what we do and what we do not do. And as you pull in that ego, as you let it integrate into your systems and as you integrate all of your systems and unify them with your heart center, everything you do is going to resonate with that frequency of love. You won't be able to help it. And that is the sweet spot that we are all heading for. So I'm sending you lots of love today. I hope you have an amazing Wednesday. I'm having the free spring Equinox event on Sunday. It is YouTube live. Go to my profile on Instagram or there's a link here on Facebook and you can sign up to get the alert so that you can get the link over to the YouTube live, which is on Sunday at 12. We will be doing a mini activation, which will make you feel really good and connect us all with the energy. And I'll be doing a live channel and I don't really know what else, but probably pulling cards, who knows? It's an open container. But I'm excited to celebrate the end of Pisces season. I'm excited to celebrate the spring equinox coming in and I'm excited to celebrate the new zodiac year. It feels like that's gonna be a big day. So I'm excited to join together and do that with you. 
Sending you lots of love. If this has helped you on the podcast, YouTube, or live, please be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. I love you, love you, love you. Mwah. See you Friday morning. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to subscribe and follow.